it's not that I I don't feel bad for folks that have loans. I have actually friends that still have loans that they're paying off. It sucks. But when you take out that loan, you know that you have to pay it. They actually make you sign a contract that says that you will pay off your loan. And again, it sucks. I'm not saying it doesn't. However, I'm not sure why today we're having conversations and using the Supreme Court time to talk about loan forgiveness. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interests in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Hello, and welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and I am your Political Contessa. I like to discuss things, if this is your first podcast you're listening to, I like to discuss things that you may talk about with your friends, your neighbor, the person you're walking your dogs with, someone on the school drop-off line, someone, I don't know, I was going to say doctor's office when you take a kid or your parent to the doctor, but you probably won't discuss politics with them or anything important other than uh, why you're there. But, you know, something that you can have an argument or just a conversation about and when you're listening to folks. So a lot of times when I'm thinking about topics, it's things that I think actually are are pertinent to every day. And I try to usually talk about things that are important when it comes to the economy, when it comes to your personal finances, when it comes to, as a parent, for me, very important that parental rights, we we are able to take care of our families the way we want to take care of our families. But really, the the economics in life are are things that I think are very important, and I think are more uni- uniters than dividers. And unfortunately, so many things have become so politicized. So today, I want to really talk about student loan forgiveness because I went to college, I went to a state university, so there wasn't anything that you know wasn't really a lot of money back in the day. Then I went off and I got my master's and I don't know, that was $15,000 aging myself and dating myself <laughs> by saying how much school actually cost at the time. Maybe it was 25000 And then I went to law school and I went to law school at night. And so I had to pay, believe it or not, really wasn't any difference between what the day students have to pay and the night students had to pay. I went to law school at night. And I came out of law school with $100,000 of debt. And that was very daunting. 
when I got the statement that said I owed, I don't know, $125,000, but really with the penalties of time, everything amortized over time, it was going to be somewhere like $240,000. That's scary. That's so petrifying, especially when you come out and you need to find a new job. And even as a professional, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to ever pay that back. Somehow along the line, you know, hit 40. I had two kids and one kid on the way. And miraculously, we were able to finally finish paying off my student loan. The reason I talk about my own personal situation is because I think it's it's really pertinent to today. It's not that I... I don't feel bad for folks that have loans. I have actually friends that still have loans that they're paying off. It sucks. But when you take out that loan, you know that you have to pay it. They actually make you sign a contract that says that you will pay off your loan. They don't promise that they might pay it for you, regardless of what happens in society. Regardless of the job you get, you don't sign a contract that says, oh, if I get a job and I'm making $60,000, then I only have to pay back this amount. If I make, get a job making one hundred twenty, dollars I can pay back this amount. But if I get a job making twenty, then you know they're going to take it away. There's none of that. It actually says you have to pay your student loan. And again, it sucks. I'm not saying it doesn't. However, I'm not sure why today we're having conversations and using the Supreme Court time to talk about loan forgiveness, because there are a lot of people like myself who have already paid off their student loans. There are also a lot of people who never had to take out those loans because maybe they were in the military, maybe they did work study, maybe they were fortunate enough to have parents that paid for them. But they didn't have to take out loans. By the way, just because your parent was fortunate, you were fortunate enough to have a parent that paid for your college education or a grandparent or a family member, doesn't mean that you're rolling in the dough today. So you want your taxes to go to paying off someone else's loan. But then let's talk about another class of people. Let's talk about the people who didn't go to college. Maybe they went to a trade school. Maybe they just came out of high school and got a job. Maybe they dropped out of high school. Maybe they have a family farm. They have a family business. They just didn't need the college education. What, what about those people? So now we're going to start forgiving loans. That's what President Biden wants to do with his student debt relief plan. It's hanging in the balance in front of the Supreme Court these days. And, you know, it seems like the majority conservative justices seem skeptical of the administration's case. And, and they should be. I think it's somewhere along the line of debt relief for more than 40 million Americans. It could provide nearly half a trillion dollars in debt relief, half a trillion. That's not billion, million, that's a trillion. And it seems so unfair to everyone else. And in a world, in a society where liberals claim about equity and equality, I'm not sure where the equity and equality is here. Because as a scrappy kid, as a kid who was first generation to go to college, as someone who busted my butt 
worked full time through grad school, waitressed every single weekend in college, every Friday, Saturday night and every Sunday brunch. My ass was in a restaurant, not having fun. I worked full time and waitressed while I was in grad school, worked full time in an office. Every summer I had an office job on top of my waitressing and then went to law school and worked full time and went to school at night. It's this isn't sour grapes and this isn't boo hoo hoo. I don't really care. I actually think it made me a much better person to have to work my ass off and get to where I am today. But my point is that I don't think that we should be taking taxpayer money because that half a trillion dollars in debt relief, that's taxpayer dollars. And by the way, because we're in trillions and trillions of dollars of debt, which is just going to grow by another 17 trillion in the next 10 years, I don't feel like we should be spending more money. And so I'm hoping that the court takes this down and that it doesn't pass because I don't think it's fair to everyone else who has already paid their their debts. I don't think it's fair to the people that never incurred them. I don't think it's fair to the people who college was never on the horizon for. And so before you listen to people and say, yeah, 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 it's so nice. It would be so great if you know my kid had their loans forgiven or my niece or my nephew or my neighbor was talking about how tough it is. It is tough. But here's the thing. Stop listening to people like Elizabeth Warren, who would like college to be free for everyone. Not everyone should go to college. And that's okay. We live in the greatest country in the world where opportunities are endless. There are fabulous trade schools. There are jobs that need people that don't feel so important that they have so much education that they can't get a little dirt under their nails. So it's okay if you can't afford it. You can go do something else. And if you're really that much of a superstar, you should be able to get a scholarship, whether it's because of academics or it's because of athletics. Oh, I'm sorry. Those are kind of being taken away because boys are competing against girls in sports. So maybe maybe that's not so much for girls anymore. But really, we need to look at why we are supporting certain policies, what those policies are actually going to do, who those policies are actually going to help. And money, money people, money from the government is taxpayer dollars. So you paid off your loan. You have been working. You have been paying your taxes to the government. And now they're taking it and they're forgiving a group of people's student loans, hinging on the fact that it's still COVID relief. That That's their argument, is that this is still from COVID and, and we need to forgive the debt. Get your ass back to work. Go make money. And yes, you might be 40 and you might have two kids, two and a half kids or three kids by the time you pay off your loan. But that was part of your deal. That was part of the contract you signed. And if we start allowing people to just void contracts because the government came in and really wanted their vote, which is what this is about, then where are we going in this country? It, it's almost like it becomes, you know, this, this, it's not even class warfare. It's, it's controlling people's minds based off of money. 
More than 25 million borrowers had filled out their application for relief before the plan was halted by the courts. And 16 million had their applications fully approved. How about the banks that service those loans? Do you work at a bank? Do you know a banker? You know someone who started a small little local bank? They're screwed. All at the hands of the Biden administration. And once again, they're terrible, terrible policies. Not well thought out. Adding debt onto the backs of our children and our grandchildren and potentially our great-grandchildren. So think about this issue. And you might disagree with me, and that's totally fine. I feel passionately about it because of my own personal situation. And I don't feel like I'm alone. I have a lot of college friends who also did the same thing and put themselves through school, and friends who went to law school and put themselves through school, friends in grad school who did the same. And it hurts and it stings, but it makes you a better person. And what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Anyway, thank you for being here with me today. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and I am your political contessa. Stay happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Contessa.com.